0: إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه ومن سار على نهجه إلى يوم الدين عباد الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثة في هذا الدين بدعة وكل بدعه في الدين ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار الحمد لله الذي قال واعتصموا بحبل الله جميعا ولا تفرقوا وقال كنتم خير امه اخرجت للناس تامرون بالمعروف وتنهون عن المنكر وتؤمنون بالله my brothers and sisters in Islam and around the world I'm looking at this awe inspiring gathering in which Muslims from all around Australia from all parts of Victoria have come here together on one unity, their hearts together full of Iman, full of compassion, full of mercy and pain at the same time for our brothers and sisters in Gaza and Palestine whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, some of them he has taken back, others we assume they are martyrs and our hearts are with them and our dua is with them night and day. Just like one body, as the Prophet said, if one part of it is in pain, the rest of the body is in pain. We are one body, one ummah. The Prophet called us an ummah from the meaning of mother. Just like the mother encompasses her children, we are together encompassing one another with care, compassion, like one body. My brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says cooperate with one another in goodness and righteousness and do not cooperate in sin and transgression and be mindful of Allah. Surely Allah is severe in punishment. Allah also said in Ali Imran verse 110, you are now the best people brought forth for the guidance and reform of mankind. You enjoin what is right and forbid what is wrong and you believe in Allah. And where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Hold fast together, hold fast together to the rope of Allah and be not divided. Remember the blessing that Allah bestowed upon you, your once enemies, then he brought your hearts together so that through his blessing you became brothers. My brothers and sisters, Allah finally says in chapter 8 verse 46, and obey Allah and his messenger and do not quarrel with one another or you will be discouraged and weakened be steadfast surely allah is with those who remain steadfast the meaning of this verse the scholar said the believers were asked to exercise self restraint they were required to refrain from hasty panic consternation creed and uncalled for enthusiasm they were counseled to proceed cool-headedly and to wake well and to take well considered decisions they were also asked not to relent an inch Even in the face of craved dangers, refrain from acting rashly under provocation. To desist from taking hasty action out of impatience, they were also asked to exercise control over themselves, lest they were tempted by worldly gains. This is the meaning of Allah extends all help and support to those who exercise patience, sabr in this sense. Having said this, brothers and sisters, Al-Aqsa, which means the farthest mosque, Al-Quds, which means the Holy Mosque, the Holy Place, Jerusalem and Palestine. Allah has blessed around it, is very dear to the hearts of every Muslim on the face of the earth. Every prophet and every messenger went through there. Every prophet and every messenger from the beginning of Adam till Muhammad sallallahu alayhi prayed in Al-Aqsa and the final of them, Muhammad sallallahu as Muslims believe as it is in the Quran, he prayed Imam there in Masjid Al-Aqsa with all the prophets behind him in al-Isra or al So it is dear, it is religious, it is deep in our religion and also to the religion of the Jews, Christians as well because of the prophets and messengers that went through it. But these prophets and messengers, brothers and sisters, none of them came to call to oppression and injustice. Every prophet and every messenger that walked the earth called his people and the entire nation to be just and to avoid oppression and injustice to anybody, regardless of the victim's ethnicity, religion, culture, gender, color, or race. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa taala sent in the final testament, the Quran, where He said, "Allah subhanahu wa taala has forbidden upon Himself oppression and made it forbidden upon anybody wherever there is injustice, wherever there is oppression, no matter where it is, brothers and sisters. We all know that that cannot last." Any nation, any country, any people who build their system on oppression and injustice cannot last. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has built this entire universe. Look at the animal kingdom, look at the trees, look at the universe, look at the celestial planets. Everybody, even its innate inside of us, whenever we see oppression, the heart resents it. Automatically, this is the instinct of every human being which Allah created. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Make me the pleasure of all your actions. And through that, Allah only commands justice and equality. He commands goodness unto others and to connect your family ties. In its place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbids oppression and injustice, immoral behavior and sinful behavior towards one another. My brothers and sisters in Islam, you open your phone screens and for the past 18 days, every five minutes, we see a baby dead, another child mutilated, a mother crying over her children, a child crying over his mother, children massacred in the dozens, bodies everywhere scattered, wrapped in white cloth, the Janazah prayer being done on them all at one time, 50, 100 at a time. Houses and buildings disintegrated to the ground. Children running, not knowing what is happening to this world. Blood everywhere. Heads chopped off. Mothers and children holding each other together and dying together. A man's arm around his child as he sleeps with his baby dead under the rubbles. Subhanallah, the atrocities cannot be counted. Now it is over 6,000 civilians who have been killed in cold blood, innocent, have nothing to do with any of this. This is the last estimate of UNICEF. More than 2,640 children, according to UNICEF, have been killed. More than 6,000 of the population killed and more than 18,000 seriously injured waiting to die. How is this justice? My brothers and sisters, we read letters coming out from the children and from the families of Gaza. Children writing letters. Mother, don't cry over me. I am with Allah. Another one, a child by the name of Hayat, writes her will and names every member of her family give this much five to my auntie 45 to my mother another five to my uncle another five to my cousin so and so leave another five for my sister so and so as for whatever's belonging whatever's left over of my clothes give them to the poor and the needy and she says as for my shoes give them to the poor but of course after you clean them up another child says mom don't worry about me i want to die because i heard that in jannah there is food more than here. A father who is a reporter, a journalist in the press, goes and finds his wife and his children completely massacred. What is his crime and what was their crime? Children under rubble, under rubble buried, in which Allah says in the Quran, وَإِذَا سُئِلَتْ بِأَيِّذًا بِنْ قُتِلَتْ And when on that day of judgment, the child that was buried alive will be questioned, for what crime were you killed? What was their crime? Who are the people of Gaza, brothers and sisters? The people of Gaza are merely Palestinians who lived outside in different villages and neighborhoods and cities in Palestine before 1948, before before Israel became a state. When the massacres began in 1948 in a thing, the first massacre called Deir Yassin, in which it was an atrocity and a massacre and murder. The people ran away from their villages and cities where did they go they went as refugees to a little small tiny strip of land which is surrounded by the Mediterranean Sea a little bit by Egypt and the rest of it by the Israeli state today it is a small pocket about 40 kilometres long 11 kilometres wide it is called the Gaza Strip these Palestinians are refugees thinking that they were going to get temporary safety and security there only to know that the military came in, blocked them, did not allow them to leave for 75 years and for 16 years straight. Complete blockage. Nobody can come in, nobody can get out. There are villages and cities a walking distance away from Gaza. Wallahi, They cannot even walk back to their cities. And so they were trapped there in what is famously called an open air prison. Children who were born there And I haven't even reached 16 years old. They don't know what the world is like. All they've seen is a prison. They will probably never see themselves growing up, graduating with a degree or an education. They will never see electricity in a full day. They will never know if they will have water tomorrow. They'll probably die of thirst, which is actually what's happening. These children who are born there, they have never had a day without gunfires and shots and missiles. They've become so immune to them that it's very normal as they play Skippy and hotscotch and, and all that stuff, whatever it is, games that little children play while the missiles above them are falling. Some of them have never been able to see another Palestinian outside of Gaza. What is their crime? We saw the man who is in the rubbles of his building that had fallen. He's holding a big teddy bear next to him and another doll. His wife and two children whom he loved, buried under the rubble. We all saw it. What is his crime? What are their crime? Another martyr, inshallah, wrote this which affected me. He says to the entire world, Peace isn't about physical respect peace isn't about physical restfulness the absence of thought or the scarcity of sorrow it's the peace of knowing that everything belongs to god to allah that rewards are renewed in proportion to your patience and your repentance you will definitely be tested he says whether through loss illness or other trials but allah is just and to him we shall return so find your solace in drawing near to him this is a person dying under the missiles no fear except he is feeling he is feeling worry for us everywhere in the world these people are not afraid my dear brothers and sisters they're used to it they know that their children inshallah are birds in paradise they know that they will be waiting for them at the doors of Jannah this is the Muslims belief what immense faith all these people have strength beyond our imagination La ilaha illallah. Some of them said, soon we'll probably be wiped out. Please just remember that we once existed here, the Gazan Palestinians. My brothers and sisters, today we are witnessing oppression and injustice happening to our brothers and sisters in Gaza. Muslims and Christians, where the killing, destruction, annexation, illegal settlements and occupations as declared by the UN... And in accordance with the international law, I'm not even quoting the Quran here. We are witnessing a retaliation of something they call collective punishment. As termed in the international law of innocent civilians, half of which are children, the numbers have surged beyond that any sane mind can fathom to a people who have been trapped there. My dear brothers and sisters, do not misunderstand me. Islam forbids all forms of unjust killings, whether they are Muslim, Christian or Jews or any other people of any religion in the world. So much so that the Prophet ﷺ said, Beware of the prayer of the oppressed, any oppressed person, for there is no veil between it and Allah. Sahih al-Bukhari. And Allah says, Do not transgress even in a fight with someone who is fighting you. But there is a difference. Between relentlessly wiping out entire cities, relentlessly killing thousands of innocent civilians, children, women and men who are not fighting and are unarmed. On top of that being persecuted, trapped and imprisoned and denied their basic human rights and needs on and off for 75 years and counting. These people, brothers and sisters, we have not yet heard one of them with a recording cursing the Jews Or mentioning Israel in a bad way. These people don't hate the Jews. Muslims don't hate Jews or Christians or any people because of merely their faith, brothers and sisters. Nor do they want to kick out the Jews and the Israelites. But want basic equality, basic human rights, basic right to their own homes, basic right to peace and security, basic right to their own state. During the Islamic rule, we have witnessed two perfect examples of how the Muslim empire protected and respected the rights of Jews and Christians to live peacefully and harmoniously together in Palestine in the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab, the second khalifa in the seventh century, who welcomed back the Jews into Palestine and Jerusalem after they were exiled, exiled into what they call a diaspora out of jerusalem palestine for 500 years and in the 7th century he welcomed them back and let them live in peace and security and gave them their rights to the point where the jews who were welcomed back made dua in their synagogues for amir al-mu'minin umar al-khattab radiallahu anhu Allah it is in the history and the time of salahuddin al-ayyubi the 12th century commander and sultan who also liberated palestine and then during his in- entire time allowed the jews and christians to live peacefully and security with all their rights even through the Ottoman Empire until it fell in World War one in 1921 or 22. The Jews had all the rights with homes, even some of them reached government positions. So, no, our religion and Islam and the Muslims did not want to wipe out Jews. They don't want to wipe out people who call themselves Israelis. We don't want to wipe out Christians. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not send Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa to do that. One companion said, Ya Rasulallah, curse the kuffar. Curse the disbelievers. He said, I was not sent as a curser. What does Allah instead say about him? We have not sent you, O Muhammad, وسلم, except as a mercy to all the worlds. But we have to stand up against injustice. If we don't stand up against injustice, Allah says many places of worship, synagogues, churches, and houses in which Allah's name is mentioned will be continuously destroyed. But we have to stand. And the Quran specifically mentions different places of worship. Finally, I want to say this before my next khutbah Israel occupies Palestinian land against international law. These are not my words. It blockades Palestinian territory against international law. It destroys, it builds and expands settlements against international law. It enforces an apartheid system in which the people are not treated equally or given equal rights, restricting Palestinian movement and denies them their equal human rights against international law. And it attacks. ...against them by ways that is not accepted according to international law. Every people have a right to defend themselves, they say. Yes, we agree. We agree. Every nation and every people have a right to defend themselves against an attacker. But Israel, as the politician Matt Carthy, a member of the European Parliament, put it. These are his words. He says that this word of defending yourself has been contaminated... As it is a license, taken as a license to bomb schools, hospitals and innocent civilians. To displace over a million people forcing them to move from one place of an open air prison to another part of it? Does it mean cutting off energy supplies to a besieged population and cutting off water so that children die of thirst? A type of action which gives a right to what seems or is, work, is going towards a genocide The international community needs to say stop this oppression, seize the fire, stop the blockade, stop the apartheid, stop the annexation and stop the mass killings. My brothers and sisters, at the end of the day, a believer, whether living or dead, if in your heart you hold on to your faith, in your practices, you practice your deen to the best of your ability individually and with your family and with your community. You uphold your values and morals as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said and hold on to Allah's rope. Then your living or your death is a victory, insha'Allah. Nothing can harm you, whether dead or alive. Because Allah has promised those of righteousness in this world a peace in their hearts that they can feel, a paradise no matter what happens, what calamities they face, and in the hereafter, insha'Allah an everlasting paradise. As for the children of Gaza and Palestine, and inshallah, their martyrs, I quote what Allah says, I never assume that those who have been killed in the path of Allah that they are really dead, but rather they are living with their Lord and He is providing them. Alhamdulillah, wa ala aalihi wa sahbihi ajmain. My brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters. Alhamdulillah, our Iman is strong and our unity we can see it now, but this has to continue Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that we worship Him and we love our salat and our zakat and our fasting and our hajj and umrah and all of that But there are three things that Allah tells us to be people of justice, equality and goodness And lastly, we call to action The Australian government to start taking a balanced stance, play a pivotal role in demanding a ceasefire, to enforce the international laws which they have broken, the Israelis, and advocating for justice, equality and peace for the Palestinians equally. As for the Muslim community, make dua for your brothers and sisters. Number two, give charity to your brothers and sisters and all those who are victims number three education we need to educate ourselves and number four lobby the government and write to your ministers and mps wallahi alhamdulillah it's been having an effect use that what allah has given you and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you protect our brothers and sisters protect the innocent may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala look after the victims wherever they are may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite the hearts on goodness and justice may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring about a change from injustice to justice from evil to good may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy upon those who have been slain and killed may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give patience and protection and perseverance for those who stand up for righteousness and justice. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you, my brothers and sisters, and protect all the people of the world who stand together for righteousness and justice. May Allah reward the non-Muslims. And those among the Jewish population and the Christian population, the Hindu and Buddhist and all the populations, the atheists even who are standing on the side of righteousness and justice, we have seen them, alhamdulillah. May Allah reward them and protect their families as well. And may Allah protect our children and yours from going astray. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make Jannah and the hereafter our eternal abode. Ameen. عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وأقم الصلاة